Hey y'all, it's Kiara and Sophia, and welcome to Generation Go. So this is our first episode. <laughs> this is so exciting. I know. This has been in the works for a really, really long time. Yeah, it took a while. Um, but we're here. So before we get into the actual episode, we want to give you guys a little story time about, like, I guess how the idea for the podcast came to be. We are recording this in March. Um, it's going up in April because we got to pre-film everything. Yes. And we came up with this idea in July of 2020. Was it July? Yeah. Oh. Because I remember I was sitting, I was at my grandma's house and we were talking and then I brought it up, and I was like, can you imagine having a podcast? And you're like, yeah, talking about this, this, and this, that would be so fun. And I was like, oh, should we start yeah. a podcast? <laughs> Literally, you were at your grandma's house, and I was at mine, and we were just casually talking about it, and we were like, okay. Like, oh, yeah, and we were like, you were like, do you like actually want to do this? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then we were so busy, we just got really busy. And yeah, then because it was, we, we were going had... virtual for school, yeah. and so we didn't want to do any, like, start it and not be committed, and because if it was, like, crazy because of COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then we... We just stopped. And then in, like, December, we started picking everything up again. Yeah, we both do a lot of extracurriculars. Like, a so lot. <laughs> we were like, okay, we have to wait till like, this calms down, and then we can start. And so yeah. we started, like, a couple of months ago. And and then just kind of, now it's now it's official. Yeah. So that's how it started. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, that's just kind of, like, we honestly just did it because... We think it's going to look good on our college application. <laughs> no, oh my god. Okay, no, that's I not think why. Well, okay, first of all, it will look good. But then at the same time, like... We really want it we to. We wanted to talk about these things. Like, I've I've spent so much time, like, just talking to myself about these things. Like, oh, like, imagine if I could reach this to, like, a wider audience. And now we get the chance. So... We are also going to be having a YouTube channel where we upload filmed videos of us recording these as well as just other videos in general. Yeah. So you guys should go to our Instagram and subscribe if you want to see those. Those would be fun. Those are going to be fun. Oh, yeah, sorry. And they then are. And then also just go follow us on... Instagram? Yeah. Which is at generationgo.official. TikTok, which is at generationgo.podcast. And Twitter, which is at generationgopod. Um, all right, so this today's episode is going to be all about our opinions. So our great friend Emily over here, say hi. Hi. Bestie <laughs> in the Westie. What? <laughs> We're in the South. <laughs> We're in the Southwest. Okay, close enough. West Coast, but South. California. We're from SoCal. <laughs> yes. Just okay. so y'all know. So we're doing opinions, which she came up with. Um, some are going to be lighthearted, some are going to be more serious, and just basically getting to know us a little bit yeah, we're just before gonna get... we get into everything. So we're going to be taking <laughs> a quick break for you guys, and we will be right back with the full episode. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about one of our favorite small businesses, Emiko Earrings, which is actually run by our best friend, Emmy, who you guys have all heard and love. Emiko Earrings is a student-run homemade jewelry business dedicated to making earrings for you. Her products are all lead and nickel-free with so many cool and unique products. You can even request customs based on her availability of materials. She also does giveaways a lot, so make sure that you go check them out on Instagram at emiko.earrings. And we really hope that you guys get to see all of her cool products and enjoy them for yourselves. Now, let's get back to the episode. 
so we are back um ready to start giving our opinions on these different topics that emily made for us and she's also going to be reading so let's just go ahead and get started into the first one all right so Disney's upcoming princess movie, Raya and the Last Dragon, introduces Disney's first Southeast Asian princess, voiced by Kelly Marie Tran. Thoughts? Okay. So, I, I follow Disney on Instagram. <laughs> I love Disney, first of all. I should start with that. Um, so, I saw it on their Instagram, and I honestly, I thought it was really cool. I think Disney, I mean, Disney is definitely having more diversity, and I think that's a really important thing to have because, I mean, with all the predominantly white princesses that we had when we were younger, I mean, younger girls need to see and look up to someone that is like them. And I think, princess, like, I was so into princesses when I was younger, and but there was never a Latina princess to look up to, so I think it's really important that they're getting all this diversity. And... Personally, I love the actress. Um, I who's the actress? Kelly Marie Tran. I do not know who. She was in Star Wars, um, which a lot of people actually didn't like her in that. But I thought she did good for the way that the character was written. I just don't think the character was written well. But I mean, I think she's fantastic, and I really like her. She's really nice. She's really smart and educated. I read, I read a magazine article I think that she spoke on the other day, and. I really like her, and I'm really excited to see the movie, <laughs> because I like Disney. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, yeah, and yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I didn't get to talk at all. Yeah, um, but now you talk. Oh, okay. Um, so, I'm not, like, the biggest Disney person ever, but, like, I still like Disney. So, I think it's cool that they're coming out with, like, a, of course, like Sophia said, more diverse princesses, because obviously there's not really a lot. So, I think that's really cool. I guess that's it. I'm not, like, the biggest Disney person, so I'm not the best person to ask this to. Like, I'm not, like, obsessed. But I think it's cool, and it's exciting, and I will definitely probably be forced to watch it by you at some point. Yes, you will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question. Second topic. Most commonly found on the video-sharing app TikTok, sea shanties have been made a comeback with the songs such as the 19th century's wailing song, The Wellerman. Thoughts? What are you talking about? I don't listen to sea shanties. What is she... What? Sea shanties are basically songs that were, like... Actually... Sung on ships. That were sung on ships in, like, the 19th century. century. So, I don't... I have no comment. (laughs) I'm not into sea shanties. No words. That's not my thing. So. I didn't even know what it was, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, then. Um, number three, what are your feelings towards online schooling? Oh, this oh. one I can comment on. <laughs> I, I need to go first on this okay, one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. So, like, I feel like I, for one, am very much someone who does not take direction well from anyone else. <laughs> So, I like the aspect of being able to create my own schedule, and the way that my school is set up is we have, like, all of our classes, however many classes you have, you have all of them on Monday, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you have, like, the first half, and Wednesdays and Fridays, you have the first half. So, then, I'm pretty much done. I have classes for on from Tuesday through Friday from, like, 9 to, like, 11, and then I'm done for the day. The rest of the day, I have free. Well, obviously, like, I'm working and stuff, but, like, I am not physically, like, virtually in class. And so I like being able to have my own schedule like that. But then, also, it's not the same as being in person. Like, it's just, like, you don't get, you don't get that, well, because we're in high school, obviously. For younger kids, it's not as big of a deal. 
But if you're in high school like us, you don't, you're missing out on everything. Like, th- there's three dances I missed out on this year. Like, a countless number of football games. Um, competitions for my dance team. Like, literally, there's so much that we missed out on. Not to mention just meeting, like, our teachers and stuff. Like, we will never get a chance to really meet them unless we have them in the next two years of high school. And so I think, like, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a better way they could have approached it than just keeping us completely virtual all year. Like, I understand why, but then I also feel like it wasn't also handled in the best way possible. So those are my, that's what I think on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't love it, and I don't hate it either, so... You should probably clarify I mean, we go to different schools. Oh, yeah, we go to different schools, um, <laughs> which is why our opinions might be a little different. I mean, I definitely like not getting up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. I can get up at, like, 10 minutes before class, and I'm fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I actually am, have been getting up about two hours later than I normally would, which is honestly great. <laughs> so that's good, but then at the same time, like, I have a dance class for school, So I have to dance at home instead of a studio. And that's difficult because like, I mean, I know a lot of people just don't have spaces to dance and I'm lucky enough that I have a big enough space to dance, but it's not the best. Um, And then also I'm on school for, I mean, we're on school for so long, which is just staring at a computer for so long. I'm on school until 4.15 and it's, I don't like, I don't like just sitting there and staring at a computer for that long. It's just not my vibe. So that's not the greatest and like you said, we don't get to meet our teachers or anything. Or see our friends. Like, or see really. our friends, yeah. Like, I've th- throughout the past year, a lot of my friends have not been allowed to see people. So I have seen a total of, besides, like, my birthday when they had, like, that drive-by thing where a bunch of my friends came, I've seen, like, maybe, like, six people. And then, like, my friends at practice. But, like, we're not even allowed to get that close to each other when we're at practice. So then, like, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. And I do theater. So I have, I mean, I'm in a show now and I have rehearsals, but they're all virtual and it's just, it's just not the same. It would have been so much better if I could have been in person and we could actually be all together. But I mean, unfortunately we can't and soon, like everything will open up eventually, but you know, just like in our high school years, it's just like, ah, this sucks, (laughs) you know? So yeah. All right. Number four, which social media app do you use most and why? (laughs) Um... I would say probably Instagram, because even though I do go on TikTok, sometimes, like, I just, I go on Reels a lot on Instagram, because I feel like they're all the same, like, both of them, and then also, because I work in social media, like, outside of this, I'm constantly on Instagram, like, doing stuff for other brands and things like that, and just for myself, like, whether it's, like, a brand deal, or I need to work on someone else's Instagram that I'm being paid for, or whatever, like, I'm just constantly working on social media, so I would definitely say Instagram. TikTok for me because it's just a way to pass the time when I'm bored. And okay, I'm on a lot of animal talk. So like dogs, I love dogs. So I see a lot of dog videos, <laughs> which sounds funny, but I love dogs. And I see a lot of those. And then like some some videos are just like straight up funny. So that's cool. Yeah. All right. So to follow that one, A recent TikTok trend called the Red Silhouette Challenge, which promotes body positivity, has now become a dangerous thing as people have come up with ways to remove the red filter. Okay, the thing is, okay, I have some thoughts about this. Um, The thing is, so basically it was like, um, it was a way to promote like body positivity with women and um, men 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 too. men have participated in the challenge, but women are 
predominantly participating in this challenge. Did you say pre-Madonna? No, I said predominantly. I know, but it sounded like you said pre-Madonna, and I was like, what? Um, so yeah, and then they, I mean, they're showing off their body, um, even though it's a silhouette, so, like, they're, like, there's no light on them, except for, like, because it's backlit with red. Red LED lights. Yes. So, there's no light on their actual body, but you can see their silhouette, and, like, in order to see your silhouette, I mean, you either have to have some really tight clothes on or, like, not much clothes at all, which is what they've been doing because they think they're safe and that nobody can actually see them. And while I haven't actually seen any of these videos, because I just guess, like, that's not where my TikTok is, I guess, but, like, I've seen, like, videos bringing awareness to the fact that people, um, like, men have been going on these women's accounts and getting those videos and removing the filter and vice versa so i i mean i don't get why people can't just leave other people alone and not do something like that because it's disgusting and it's gross and i think people should be able to express themselves themselves the way that they want and if that's the way they want to express themselves i think they shouldn't have to worry about somebody taking off a filter just so they can see their body yeah yes oh it's my turn (laughs) Yes, it is your turn. I would have to agree. I just think that, like, like, just don't do it. It's not that hard. I, I don't, I just, I think it's, TikTok has become a really cool way because a lot of people, I feel like, have become more confident with it as they've, like, make videos, maybe, like, some people call them, like, thirst traps or whatever, but, like, it makes you, like, if you, like, it's, like, the glow-up videos or whatever, but it can make you feel more confident, and so if someone's using one of those videos to help themselves in that way, and there's someone else ruining it for them, I just think it sucks, and, like, you just shouldn't do it. Like, that's it. Yeah, just don't be a horrible person. (laughs) Right, okay, next one. What are your views on your school's respective dress code? Um, (laughs) no. (laughs) This this is where it's gonna go downhill. Okay, so, my school is a traditional public school so just to clarify Sophia and I's schools are slightly different um do you want to clarify what kind of school you go to oh um I go to a performing arts school yes so very different atmospheres practically polar opposites (laughs) um and so the dress code at our school is I don't want to like target anyone specifically our school because I know there's a lot of schools like this so I'm not saying there's something wrong specifically with my school I just think in general, like the dress code. So like one, I do, honestly, most of the people just like, they're just like, I don't care. And they just like kind of don't really follow it. So like I've seen like, I've personally, we're not allowed to wear tank tops. So like show your shoulders because shoulders are just scary, right? They're just so oh awful. You can't even imagine showing them off. Um, that was sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> in case no one noticed. Um, but so, like, I've definitely worn a tank top, or, like, I've had a tank top with the jacket off and just have, like, taken it off. In terms of, like, shorts, I feel like no one really wears shorts at our school. Like, so, like the girls, I should clarify. Like, shorter shorts. I never wear shorts to school. I only wear them outside because I know if I wear my shorts, I will get dress coded. Um, in terms of skirts, I feel like I've never really seen someone get dress coded because of their skirts. The ripped jean rule, I do not understand that. I don't understand it because, like... Yeah, I just, ripped jeans, I feel like if they're worried about it being too, like, what is it, like, showy or whatever, then you can just make a rule saying, like, oh, it needs to be, like, below, like, halfway through down your thighs, and it can't be, like, on the backside of your jeans, or whatever. Like, I feel like that should be fair, but by saying, like, no ripped jeans, like, you need 
to cover your shoulders at all times. Like, if you can't wear any type of crop top, you have to wear a tank top underneath. Like, I just think it's, like, excessive. Because, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, the reason... They say that the reason why they do it like that is because guys get distracted from girls. But, like, why do... Why do girls... Because I'm not saying it doesn't happen to guys, too. But just a majority of the time, it is targeted at girls. And so, like, I just think that if it's such an issue, then teach boys to control themselves rather than teaching girls to cover up. Now, I'm not saying that you should just be going in, like, a sports bra and, like, super, super short shorts. But, like, even, like, when we're at practice, because, like they said, I'm on the dance team, if we go outside, I'm pretty sure, like, we practice inside. So if we get hot inside the studio, we can take off our shirts and just have a sports bra on because it's just us. It's, like, not a big deal. But cheer, which is slightly different, who practices outside is not allowed to do that. Which I think is dumb because they're doing they're doing like the same exact thing as us, just as exhausted. But then if you see guys at school, like the football team, they'll let them take off their shirts at practice. I know. Which just, just does not make sense to me. It's yeah. just like I don't know. I just think that like in situations like that, or like I remember seeing one time someone at school, this girl was really hot because like I said, we live in Southern California. Most of the time it's 75 degrees and up. We were at lunch, and our lunch is like 45 minutes to an hour, and she was sweating because it was really hot, and she had a jacket with, or like a hoodie with a tank top underneath, and she couldn't take it off because they said they would dress code her if she did. Like, it was awful, and she was like sweating, like looked like she was about to pass out. So I just think like, I think your school is probably a little bit more lenient than mine is. I feel like it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. So I like, just don't like the fact that they teach... They just basically tell girls that they have to learn to cover up and then don't teach boys anything about controlling themselves. And the fact that girls will get dress coded and taken out of class and taken to the principal's office and possibly even having, like, their parents come and give them, like, another change of clothes if they don't have, like, anything that fits them in the principal's office or anything is basically just telling the girls that the boys' education matters more than theirs. And that's not true. Everyone's education matters equally. And honestly, like... The clothes that we wear, I feel like a lot of the guys, like, like, what are they going to do? I don't understand how it could, like, it was just, like, so distracting. Like, I think they're just concerned that they're just... I honestly don't know, to be I'm completely saying, honest. Like, what do they think we're, they're going to do? Like, they, they're they saying that it's to keep us safe, but, like, if we're in class, I mean... Yeah, I'm not like, sure. I don't think any time I've ever seen someone get dressed code out of school, whether it's one of my friends or something... Never has it happened where it's like there was like a guy staring at their shoulders or like staring at the rips on their knees. Like nothing like that has ever happened. And so I'm just like, it just doesn't make sense. And I mean, you, I mean, people see each other outside of school anyways. Yeah. Like you're not going to be wearing dress code outside of school. Exactly. So. But yeah, my school is much more lenient on that. We can, basically we can wear almost anything we want. For, as long as it's not super revealing or, um... They can't, it's just like, the, literally the rules are, as long as it's not super revealing and it won't hurt someone else. So I'm allowed to wear crop tops, skirts, mini skirts, um, any of that stuff. And honestly, there isn't, there isn't a change, to be completely honest. Like, the boys don't get distracted. Mm -hmm. They don't. The, it, we're all in a class and they we're just trying to care. learn. Exactly. They don't care what we're wearing. Well, I'd say like 90% of the time. You have like maybe 10%. <laughs> Who's just like, and like might notice something, but like yeah. 90% of the time they 
don't care. And the thing that pisses me off the most, mo- <laughs> the, the thing that pisses me off the most is it's mostly male teachers that yeah. send young girls to the principal's office because of what they're wearing. Like, just, it's just don't. It's weird. It's just, yeah, that pisses me off a lot. So, I think dress codes shouldn't be that um, strict. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and do, uh, we'll go into the next one then. So, Emily, do you want to go ahead? All right, our next one is, agree or disagree? Everyone is a little racist. Um, I, I think so. I, th- I agree. I would agree. Because yeah. you can't tell me you've never made a joke in your life, like, maybe against someone and then not realize in the moment that it was and then you might look back on it and be like yeah i probably i probably shouldn't have said that or just internalized yeah yeah so i would say agree definitely yeah yeah agree all right my next one do you struggle personally with internalized misogyny sometimes yeah i mean i mean a lot of the things that we're told basically as we're going up is that women don't matter as much as men. And I think that's something that like you have to unlearn. I mean, for me, my mom always taught me that I was just as important as anyone else. And all of those great things that a mother should teach her daughter. But when you go places other than that, like school where there's kids that are like, Oh, you're good at this for a girl or like, even in history, when they teach you more about the men than the women. That's just because a lot of stuff didn't happen to women. Well, yeah, but also, remember that remember that debate we had in oh, fifth grade? Oh, that was fifth grade, about yeah. Paul Revere <laughs> about and, Paul Revere the, and then the woman that also did the same thing, and she wasn't recognized for it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, and I think I think you just kind of something have to unlearn that and realize that, like, it's, it's not... I'm not trying to sure what I'm trying to say, but... I just, I'm such a feminist, and I think that women and men are equal in what they can do and accomplish. And I think that... (laughs) Ignore the text messages. (laughs) Um, I just think that um, kids should not be taught misogynistic ideals. Yeah, um, so I just, like, I found that... So, okay, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm very, like, I've kind of grown up very much in, like, the business world, and I've always loved it, and it's 100% what I plan on going into. And so, you know, business is a very male-dominated industry, extremely male-dominated. And so just, like, kind of growing up, I was always just, like, going through that process of, like, working in business and stuff. I've always just been taught that, like, if you know what your worth is, then you should be able to show that to everyone else, no matter whether you're a man or a woman. Because there's definitely, I feel like there's definitely, like, certain industries where it's women-dominated and you can do the same, say the same thing about men where they're just like, oh, like, they're they're not going to be as good as it because they're a man. So, yeah. like, but, like, just being female, um, I've just kind of always realized that, like, as long as I know my worth, it's very easy for me to kind of, I don't know how to explain it. Just, like, move past the fact. Like, just ignore the fact that I'm a woman and just look at how good I am at whatever I'm doing and just kind of go with that rather than whether I'm a male or female. And so that's just kind of, like, how I look upon it. So, like, I always think of this as an example. Like, 
Like, let's say you were, like, making a business deal with someone. And I keep saying business. It's not just business. Obviously, like, misogyny is in all aspects. But, like, I'm using that as an example because it's something that I know personally. And, like, just is, like, very common for if there's a woman in business. And so, like, if you're trying to make a deal and there's someone else that has pretty much a very similar offer to you who's a man and you're a woman, then, like, you just need to show that it doesn't matter that they're a man. I'm just as good, if not better, and I feel like that should just speak for itself, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm kind of going in circles, but, like... Yeah. No, I agree. I think your talent and your uh, capability should determine if you get, say, a job or something rather than your gender. Yeah. So, like, because I know that some people, like... Some people who are feminists like to... I'm not saying everyone, because obviously there are so many feminists who are so, like, amazing and inspirational. But, like, you see some who take it way too far to the point where they're like, women are better than men. And, like, that shouldn't be true. Like, everyone just should be equal. And that's all people are... A lot of us are trying to say. And so I feel like being a man or a woman should never really be taken into consideration when you're trying to decide something like that. Like, you should look at someone purely for who they are rather than for their gender. Like, for their skill, for their heart, for what they care about, for their compassion, things like that, rather than just being like, well, they're a woman, and so I'm going to choose them. Or they're a man, so they're probably stronger, so I'm going to choose them. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but hopefully it did. Yeah. All right, to add on to that last question, have you ever had a pick-me-girl phase, or to elaborate, an I'm-not-like-other-girls phase? I don't like either of those phrases, so I'm not going to answer this question. Yeah. I don't agree with them. I just don't. Yeah, I don't really... I just don't like the way that they portray certain people. Yeah. Um, I don't think, like, because, like, the phrase pick-me-girl that's, like, really, I guess, like, trending right now. I don't like it. I just feel like... (laughs) Like, we, because some people who do it are doing it genuinely because, like, not for the right reasons. Let's just put it that way. But then you also have people who might be seeking attention because they physically, like, need attention. Like, they might not be getting attention at home or something. And so when they go to school or they go to work, they act like that because they feel like they need that attention. So I just, pick me, I feel like, is just such, like, a... It has such a negative connotation to it, where I feel like sometimes it is necessary for some people to act that way. And so, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. I just, if you're trying to ask, like, obviously I know that's not what you're saying, because you got the question from somewhere else, just to clarify. Emmy is not supporting that phrase either. (laughs) But, um, like, have I ever had a phase where, like, I constantly was, like, wanting attention? I'm always like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's just how I am. But, so, I don't know. No, I guess. I've never been to the point where I physically feel like I need attention, Is if that's what you're implying, which I'm assuming you are, because you didn't write the question. <laughs> okay, next one. I'm going to add another thing onto that question. So, this is a challenge. I want you to name one thing that a girl can like without being judged for. Wait, uh, can you explain that more? Yeah. So basically, I want you to think of something. Think of all the things that girls might like. Makeup, um, nail polish, fashion, anything. Like stereotypically? And stereotypically, or even girls that like video games, or girls that like sports, mm-hmm. that they won't be judged for. Okay. Well, I mean, 
I feel like a lot of the things that girls won't be judged for is things that they should, like, stereotypically should like. Like, typically girly things. Yeah. So I'm going to say, like, they... Well, actually, no, never mind. Because even even some things that are stereotypically feminine. girly or feminine, they're judged for anyway. Can I say something? Yes. So I think no matter what you do, you're always going to be judged. Literally, True. no matter what. So... I don't think there's ever really going to be something where no matter who does it, you're not going to be judged for. Like, you yeah. o- you always will. So, I think something that is less judged among girls, specifically for girls, are more feminine things that people are used to, like, mm-hmm. seeing. Like, shopping, makeup, hair, even things like skincare. That is so, like, even though it goes both ways, people yeah. have made it such a feminine thing where it's, like, not as common for guys to do skincare. So I think those are the things that people will judge less for. Yeah. But but I think you're going to get judged anyways. Yeah, regardless because, like, of what it is. Taking the example of makeup, like, you wear too little makeup. Oh, she's not wearing enough makeup. She wears too much. They wear, like, too much in quotations. I'm doing quotations. Too much, and people are like, oh, she's wearing on. too much makeup. Yeah. Like, just let them wear the makeup. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think you're going to be judged whatever you do. So... Just I just gotta learn to live with it. You just gotta kind of let people be. Like, just stay in your lane. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like, that's why, like, <laughs> there's people at our my school, specifically, who make every little thing about politics. Every little thing. And so, it just, like, like, if they have different opinions than you, who cares? Who gives a crap? Like, literally, just let them be. Move on. Yeah. There's a difference between standing up for, like, what you believe in and then just simply making every little thing about whatever it is, whether it's politics or religion or whatever. Just, like, if you don't agree with something, just move on. Like, that's yeah. It. That's all. Yeah, so you're never not going to be judged, but you just got to, you know, let other people do them. And you do you. You do you. And I think if someone wants to wear makeup, go for it. all right question i think this is on the list question number nine how do you become a better ally to someone who is a bipoc or part of the lgbtq community how do you become a better ally um so i don't have a ton of experience with this sophia i feel like you have probably a little more because of your school so do you want to like kind of go in detail because i don't have a ton of experience (laughs) okay um, I mean, I think just not judging them for who they are. Not, like, if someone is part of the LGBTQ, is that what you said? And also BIPOC. And also BIPOC. Um, just, just because they are, that doesn't always need to be the main focus of everything. That's something yes, I learned from, like, Shit's Creek. <laughs> because, <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> because they always, like... When I was watching an interview with Dan Levy, and he was like, yeah, it was really interesting to have, like, this is one of the first shows where one of the main characters is a person of the LGBTQ community, and it isn't the focus of the show. And so I agree. I, I think just making sure that it's, it's not always, like, that's not their only quality. I think that's, exactly. that's, something, that's something that I've learned is that super important. Like, you don't need to make everything about that. They're just a person. And so just, like, you can acknowledge, just acknowledge it, but then don't, like, don't just, like, dive into it all the time. There's so many stereotypical things in the media of a stereotypical gay character or a stereotypical person of color, and I just don't think, I just, I just, I mean, they're, they're human beings. They're people, too. They have as many layers to them 
as the protagonist who is probably white and straight. So, and another, an example of this that I also saw was in, <laughs> in the Umbrella Academy where um, we have Klaus who is pansexual. And I'm so glad that they didn't make that his only character trait because I think he's such an interesting character and I'm just glad that that's not the only trait that you see of him. And yeah. So, wait, what was your question? I already forgot. <laughs> How do you become an ally? Oh, okay, okay, sorry. I already forgot. Um, so, yeah, I just think, like, treating them as the same. As a human being, and... Just treat them just how you would treat any other person. Literally, yeah. They, they are a person. They're literally like anybody else. Yeah. So, you shouldn't treat anyone any differently. Yep. So, I just think, you know, and letting... Letting them know that you're there for them through any tough times that they might be going through. And, yeah. All right. Another question is, would you rather have poor representation in media or no representation at all? Oh, that's... I've never thought about that. Oh, um, I would say poor representation because representation, poor representation, in my opinion, is better than no representation at all. Okay, okay. I... Okay, the, except for the fact that poor representation might give across the wrong idea. Yeah, it could, but, like, also, okay, listen, okay, so, like, when you see, like, celebrities, sometimes, so, not all of them, obviously, but, like, sometimes celebrities have scandals that purposely get out. It might be because they're losing fame or something, but it brings them back, and eventually you can build it back. So, like, I just feel like rather than having no, not like, literally nothing at all isn't as good as maybe having a little bit that's not as good that you can later build up on. I mean, yeah, I guess if we're talking in the long run and then you that you can eventually fix the representation that wasn't correct and build it back, I guess. But, I mean, I'd I, rather have good representation. Obviously. <laughs> I, think, um, I think it depends on the situation, though. Yeah, I guess. It just depends. All right. Next question. Next one. All right. This is a long one. All right. <laughs> the story is called Gorilla Glue. Tessica Brown went viral for using Gorilla Glue, an industrial streak adhesive, strength adhesive, on her hair after previously running out of her regular product called Go to Be Glue. Her hair was glued down to her scalp for a month before receiving help from Beverly Hills-based plastic surgeon Dr. Michael K. Obeng. Although Brown can reminisce at the situation, she admits the condemning and ridiculing comments such as, she's so stupid, that was dumb, and you should just cut your whole head off, were ridiculing for her and her family. What are your thoughts? On, like, the comments? Yes. Or the, the situation as a whole? Comments? I mean, I mean, I think we've all done something that we regret later on. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, the comments that were ridiculing her, I don't think that was very nice. I mean, they probably made her feel even worse about in a situation that she probably already didn't feel great about. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't like the fact that the comments were so negative, but I think, I mean, yeah, that's, I, I didn't actually see the video or anything. Yeah. So I, I don't know much know about this. about the situation. Yeah. I don't know much about the situation. So just from that, that's my opinion. Yeah. Like kind of what we were talking about earlier, like just like do your own thing like yeah it was probably it was dumb it was a mistake but like if you think that there's no need to just go and just be like you're dumb just yeah. like just like if, if you think it's a mistake which she obviously realized it was later then just 
you just know that. Like, yeah, I don't know. We've all made mistakes, and, you know, not all of your mistakes are out there on the media, and you haven't been ridiculed for it, but, you know, think of your worst mistake. How would you feel if somebody, if a million people on the internet were telling you that you were stupid? You know, you probably wouldn't feel great about that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think people just seriously need to stop and think before they comment on somebody's video. All right. Um, I think this is our final question. It is a bonus question. What is your favorite Spanish word and why? My favorite word in Spanish is la luna or la lluvia, I guess, Um, because la luna means moon, and I love the moon. I've always loved the moon. I think it's just a beautiful thing, and staring at it is just a great way to pass time. (laughs) I like the sky, the night sky specifically. And then la lluvia is the rain. And I actually saw, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little off track, but I was at Sephora the other day, and a woman had, her name was Yuvia, and I thought it was the most beautiful thing ever. I was like, oh my gosh, her name is beautiful. Um, But it means rain, and I think it's gorgeous, because I love rain, and so yeah. I thought at first you you said her name was Yuvia, just Yuva, like no, no. and I was like, that's grapes. I was like, her name is grape? No, Yuvia, rain, I just, oh god. I thought it was beautiful and I wanted to tell her, but I got too scared. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite word is in Spanish. That's kind of a hard question. Yeah, I was going to say enchilada. <laughs> but it's not enchilada. Um, um, I like saying hace calor. I don't know why. I just like saying it. <laughs> Talk about being hot. Okay, I have a really funny, funny story about that. Um, I was in Spanish class, I think like a couple, I think it was in Spanish one. one. Yeah, which is a few years ago. And I think we were just learning hace calor. Mm-hmm. So, so somebody, somebody just, like, like everything was quiet. And then somebody just goes, <laughs> somebody just goes, Tom Holland is hace calor. <laughs> and I was like, Just what? burst out in the middle of class. Yes, it was amazing. And it's honestly been an inside joke for a lot of people at my school for a while. So yeah. I that was just a funny story about it. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I guess that's my favorite. That or enchilada. <laughs> so, like, or quesadilla. I love quesadilla. But whatever you want to choose, one of those three, that's the, that's it. Yeah. All right, that's all we have for you guys today. It was a short episode, but we promise they will be longer. Definitely will be longer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, make sure to go subscribe to us on our YouTube channel and here, wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, go follow us on Instagram. Um, and, yeah. Uh, We love you guys, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye!